Hello, welcome to Is This a Brie? My name is Anne-Marie. And I'm Christine. And today we are talking about breakfast cheese. kind of an incredible era in which protein is very important to us. Mm-hmm. You know, people do keto-y things and try and build their muscles, and I can't really speak to that. <laughs> but what I can speak to is <laughs> that I am not ashamed to eat breakfast cheese, and I'm not really ashamed of most of the food things that I do. Um, so now in the back of my head, of course, I'm going to start thinking about like food things that I am ashamed of, sure. which I can't think of offhand, but... I feel like even like 10 years ago, I would have been like, oh, no, like cheese isn't really a breakfast food. And now I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. like eat a piece of cheese for breakfast. Obviously, it's good protein. It's good for you. Yeah. Which is maybe not as true as I would like it to be. I think it is, though, because it's always the best way. My my if my mother has taught me anything, (laughs) it is that you need protein at the start of your day to regulate your metabolism. Yes. And in general, my cravings, because if I don't. I intermittent fast every once in a while, but like when I do that, I get so cravy. Yes. Once I get like I was in a routine for a while where like I wouldn't eat in the morning and then I would go to the gym at eleven thirty and I'd have like an espresso beforehand Ooh. and then I would like <laughs> go work out and then have like another coffee and work afterwards. And by that time like I need every cookie in sight. Mm-hmm. I need every everything in sight. But when I have protein in the morning, that helps kind of calm my shit down. Yeah. When, like, throughout the day completely. Yeah, it's like taking care of yourself in advance so your body isn't, like, crazy anxious and just, like, give me anything right. that I can eat, especially delicious. Or, like, maybe not, like, really good for me stuff. Yeah. Um, and there's some, like, when I think of ways that cheese is in breakfast in a mainstream way. All I can think, it's like omelets, mm-hmm. like cheese yeah. omelets, yeah. or like um, blintzes, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. But past that, I can't really think, maybe maybe a breakfast quiche. Like ricotta toast. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, I can't really think of anything. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's funny because I sort of, like in working in cheese, I just started having a lot of cheese in my fridge and I would wake up you know, 15 minutes before I needed to leave and was like, obviously I need to eat because otherwise I'm going to be anxious all day until I find some food. So I should like (laughs) stop that from happening. And I would just like take a couple bites of like very cold comte from my fridge Mm -hmm. and then was kind of like, yeah, actually I really like this little. What is in your cheese fridge right now? In my cheese fridge right now. I have a lot of goat cheese in my fridge right now, which like, I don't tend to do for breakfast cheese, mm-hmm. um, but I think my ideal, well, like, the breakfast cheeses that I've gone to the most as far as, like, just eating a bite of cheese for breakfast have mm-hmm. been Prairie Breeze, oh, usually yeah. with peanut butter. Of course. Um, and Comte, mm-hmm. because those are usually in my fridge and both very good with coffee, which, as we both know, is tricky for cheese. Tricky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with cheese... Cheeses have you done for breakfast recently? I I think I, I do do goat cheese often, I think, for mm-hmm. breakfast, just because it kind of wakes me up. Yeah. Like we were talking about <laughs> the city in the last episode, and it's, kinda, and it's something that I like putting 
it's a way to get me to eat vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is sometimes a way more difficult task than I would like. <laughs> but mm-hmm. if I get some like spinach and tomatoes and eggs and mm-hmm. goat cheese happening oh, in the yeah. morning, almost like like a weird deconstructed omelet, I guess yeah. <laughs> in a way. It's just kind of like all together in a bowl. Um, that I do a lot. Totally. But then also, I feel like some more stir things. Like my my the cheese in my fridge right now is very varied. Mm-hmm. It's like I had. I mean, before we we're recording in person for the first time, yes. so which is very exciting. Yes. Um, which is why it sounds so much better. <laughs> but uh, thanks. Shout out to Sweet Tea Studios, Doug yeah. Wydick, everybody. Um, but I had until right now because we have a huge uh, table of cheese and bread and cookies and whiskey next to us right now, <laughs> which we haven't dipped which into, we haven't dipped into yet. Yeah, I mean we'll see. We'll see. Um, but I had a Rush Creek Reserve, some Pleasant Ridge, um, some Pasky Sear, and a one-pound bag of shredded cheddar. Yeah, you know. So, you know, versatility is important. <laughs> it's important to ha- show range as right. a cheese person. Right. Yeah. As an actress, <laughs> I often uh, find that that's my biggest strength, actually, is my versatility. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah exactly. but that's mostly for breakfast cheese. I think, yeah, I think goat cheese actually is at my top. Interesting. Yeah. And I guess when I'm, the cheeses that I'm talking about for breakfast cheese, I mean, we'll go into our, like, recommended cheeses, but... Usually when I'm breakfast cheesing and I'm in a hurry in the morning, it's like I have to get somewhere. It's literally just like I open my fridge, pull out the cheese, break it off from the block. Like I don't yeah. use a knife. It's cold, which like, you know, we always recommend having your cheese at room temperature. But when right. you just woke up and have to get out the door, that's not really a luxury you have. Yeah. <laughs> so you break it off, have a bite, maybe have some coffee with it, and then get out and do what you have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should I should do goat cheese as breakfast. I'll put it in for frita- in like a frittata sometimes, but on its own. I yeah, because I like it for breakfast cheese on their own. It's definitely better, like to get that rush of protein in the, in the morning of just cheeses by themselves. It's definitely like a more stable thing because it's a more calorically dense. So I feel like that's a much better start. And I feel like when I do goat cheese, I rarely do it alone. Yeah, and it's like with something. Yeah, which. And that's what happens. Yeah. And speaking of goat cheese, one of the cheeses that we're talking about is Yetust. Which is the one of the best sort of like sleeper cheeses. It's like yeah. one of the best under the radar cheeses ever, I yeah. think. And we talked about it a little bit in the grilled cheese episode, but Yetust is a Scandinavian cheese. It is kind of how we talk it's not it's technically not a cheese, but it's a cheese. So when you make cheese, you separate the curds in the whey and you take the curds and that's what is the foundation of the cheese. In this case, the the curds go away. (laughs) They go away (laughs) because we take the whey instead of the curds and that caramelizes and forms into this beautiful thing we call yetost. And you can check the spelling for that on our website. <laughs> it's probably not what you think it it's is. It's probably not what you think it is. Because it's Norwegian. And, and you know, we, you know. We, we get lots of we get lots of consonants smushed together. It's like no the two the main two parts of my heritage are completely opposite in consonants and vowels in their language. Like in Norwegian, <laughs> it's like consonant, consonant. Like Yeta starts with a G and a J together. 
And then the Dutch side of me, it's like, you slap an O in it anywhere you get a chance. <laughs> an O and, and then an another e, one after and just then to let's make get sure. some du- yeah. double vowels are the game. Yeah. Is, that is the, the, <laughs> the Dutch way of life. But Yeetost is uh, how we talked about it in the grilled cheese episode was as like the peanut butter component of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which is a very good thing. But traditionally, when I've had it in Norway, it is often accompanied by very thin, kind of heart-shaped waffles and a kind of preserve, like strawberry, raspberry, boysenberry, lingonberry, any kind of any of those kinds of like small, slightly acidic berries. Uh, and it is so delicious. So you have like the waffle, the jam, the yetost, and it is so, so, so good. And it's often sliced very, very thin. Like if you've seen any of those cheese utensils that are used to slice uh, or like the the wider part on a cheese grater, we're like, what do I use that for? <laughs> like, that's that's the kind of slicing that you often do to get it like really thin. And sometimes when you get it really thin, it kind of like melts over the waffle and it's very nice. It is very caramely. Like really, if you've never tried it before, you will find that it tastes a lot closer to a fudge or a caramel yeah. than cheese. And it looks like it, too, because it's brown. Right, it's straight yeah. up brown. It's, it's one of those cheeses that I really like throwing onto a board for a class because half the people are obsessed with it and the other half are, like, angry that I tricked them. <laughs> even though, obviously, like, you know, you explain what it is, but I think when you're, if you've never had DHS and you're going to try it, well, first of all, it's usually labeled as Ski Queen in the U.S. Like, that's the mm-hmm. brand, and sometimes they don't even put Yeetost on it because it's a confusing word and probably sure. <laughs> makes people not buy it because they don't it's know like, what's that? Yeah. Um, this toast. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Um, and it's part of the Brunost family, so if you see that word, that's, like, buy that as well. Um, but when we're talking about milk, it's, like, liquid, sugar, fat, and protein, right? Mm-hmm. And so the curds are the fat and protein, but most of the sugar, the lactose, stays in with the whey, which is the liquid. And so it makes sense why it's so sweet, but I think people who expect it to be, who are, like, in a cheese class and are like, oh, this is all, you know, like a savory protein snack, yeah. kind of get thrown off by it being caramel, basically. Yeah. It's, like, whey caramel, it's, you know, is natural caramel as you yeah, can get. Yeah, because you're really just caramelizing the sugar that's in the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, it makes sense if you sort of think of it as its components, but oh boy, people have not been happy when they, <laughs> they weren't expecting it. And it's always, like, it, it is definitely an adventure if you're not a person that has seen it before, or, and especially if you look at it as a cheese, it's like, woof like you don't like <laughs> I can get past the mold but what is that yeah. like you, it's and it really it just comes in a little block it's very dense you shave it off like it doesn't really look any different than a block of fudge really yeah, but exactly. and it's it's an adventure yeah and I we're including it in breakfast cheese I think not necessarily because either of us eats it on its own in the morning and then rush out the door. But because if you are having like a brunch or a nice little breakfast toast situation, like it's a cheese that's awesome with any breakfasty food. It's, yeah, like waffles and jam and all that. And also is great with coffee. Like, yeah. If you are going out and like want a nice little uh, like croissant plus cheese plus coffee situation, mm-hmm. like put some yay toast on it and feel Absolutely. very happy with your life. Yeah. 
all of my Norwegian relatives in that are mo- in mostly Wisconsin. All <laughs> like the the stereotype of Scandinavian Americans is that they're all in the Midwest and they're all Lutheran, and like ninety percent of the time that's true. <laughs> and if you find at like you know any church basement lady kind of dinners or uh, brunches or like after church snacks kind of stuff. I saw it once, just like in the fridge, like at my <laughs> own grandmother's old church. And I was like, oh my gosh, like Yaitost is here. And she's like, oh, you know what that, like it, it was as if I had made my ancestors the most happy ghosts in <laughs> the world. So if you have Scandinavian people in your life, it's a good party trick to take out just be like i know what this is and if you can spell it it's even better <laughs> <laughs> and if you have totally uninitiated guests it's a fun one to do like i've just like cut up your toast and put it with apple slices oh yeah it's like caramel apples yeah there's it's a, like caramel apples and apples and cheese it's yeah exactly yeah it's like the best of all worlds there's a cheesemonger on the internet um columbus curd nerd who's done yeah. some illustrations for us sure. michelle we love you um, and she has some fun, like, yay toasty recipes on her blog. And then Topsoil and Rain, Dimitri, um, also has some really, it's like a yay toast caramel apple recipe mm. that they have done on their blog. And that's that's pretty excellent, cool. too. Yeah, so if you have a block of yay toast and you're like, okay, that was a cool breakfast trick. What do I do with the rest of and this? And now what do I do with the rest yeah. of this <laughs> massive block? Caramel of apple. Like, it's really, it is really small, but yeah. it's... Um, but it's dense. It's concentrated, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I've ever gone all the way through a block of yay toast from no. my fridge. Little goes a long way, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So what is your breakfast cheese? So, this is kind of... The exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, our, my breakfast cheese I'm uh, excited about, and kind of always excited about at all times of the day, is Meredith yeah. Dairy Feta. And the word feta, they actually, I think they might have even rebranded it as something else. Because when you think of feta, you think of like the sort of like crumbly f- Greek <laughs> feta, yeah. where mm-hmm. feta is from. Um, sheep's milk and, you know great for crumbling over salad and all of that. Um, And this is not that. This is a fresh cheese. It's sheep and goat's milk made in Australia. Um, And I think they're the most award-winning dairy in Australia that I I should fact check myself. I would 100% believe that. I, in my heart, it feels like they're the... If it's not true statistically, it's at least true for us. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We believe they deserve all the awards. Um, But it's packed in olive oil and there are like peppercorns in there and thyme sprigs, like nice little herb Mm. situation. Um, But it's really spreadable cheese. Yeah. Um, thanks to the olive oil and, you know, how it's made. But it has a nice sort of, like, garlicky thing to it. But thanks to the goat's milk, it has that fresh acidity, really nice sort of, like, zip to it. The sheep's milk gives it a little more gravitas, just more, like, three-dimensional flavor, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Um, with any fresh cheese, I think it's important to remember that it's, like, one step away from milk, right? So as you're like <laughs> aging cheese, you get more flavors out of it because the fat and protein are breaking down into flavor components. And with fresh cheese, it's just younger. Like it's because it's closer to milk, it will taste more like milk. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the perfect fresh cheese in that it has like that sort of like youthfulness to it, but does have some solid flavor. Yeah. Both because of the milks and because of the herbs and all of that. Um, and this is one that, so we were actually 
Anne-Marie and I talking last night about how um, we have feelings about bread and cheese, not all of which are positive. <laughs> um, <laughs> bread and cheese can belong together and can be very good, but I think, and I think we both uh, feel this way, that it's very often used as a default um, simply because people don't want to f- take the time to find something that's actually good with cheese. Like, mm-hmm. If you get a boring-ass baguette from your grocery store, it will still be boring when you put it with cheese and you're just diluting good cheese with trash bread. Um, But with Meredith Dairy Feta, I almost always like it with bread because it's very spreadable, Mm. has that acidity, has that sort of like umami thing going on and just spreads beautifully. Like if you have a bagel and you want something on it that is not cream cheese or something that is better than cream cheese. Ooh, hot put, take, hot take, hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> put Meredith You're in New York right now. I am. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to like wear sunglasses as I leave here <laughs> so I don't get um, attacked by anyone. Um, all the, not all the fans that are waiting outside. <laughs> yeah, the I know. I kind of go wild. Um, yeah, I mean, cream cheese is good, but Meredith Tiff. Dairy feta is better, and that's just and it's how it goes. Really, the whole like presentation of it—it's like a coffee shop that turns into a bar at night. Yes, and both are great, mm-hmm. which is rare. And I think there needs to be more of those kind of places. But like you have, if you have it in the morning on toast, and then once you're done, because it comes in that jar, and the marinating is in that olive oil and the rosemary and like all of those amazing herbs and the peppercorns. Once you eat all the cheese, you're still left with that infused olive oil that I put on pasta all the time. Salad dressing, marinade chicken in it. Yeah, I'm having to, like, come away from my mic a lot as we're talking about this because my mouth is watering (laughs) as we're talking (laughs) about this cheese. Because it's just so good. It's, like, one of those where, as you're talking about it, you're like, cool, yeah, like, a fresh cheese with flavor. Like, ooh, but... Yeah. Even like hardened cheese people, I think, love this cheese because it's just perfect. It hits every note exactly yeah. right. And I'm normally a person that is not a big fan of putting other things in cheese. Mm-hmm. Nor- there are a couple exceptions to that, but more often than not, especially with fresh cheeses, like I'm not a huge fan of like herbed goat cheeses or anything. Like I think that I think they're nice sometimes, but they're never my go-to. But this is a whole always, always other thing. And <laughs> yeah. it might be a difference, like, it's not in the cheese. Like, it's not putting things in the cheese. It's marinating the cheese, which is a kind of different process. Mm-hmm. So that might be it. But it's there's there's no occasion that does not call for Meredith Dairy Feta, especially uh, breakfast. Yeah, it's just always good. Like, if you're – and sometimes – so we usually buy it in the jar – based on where we shop, but there are some shops who will get it in, like, a bigger bigger container and pack it out, which is Mm kind of nice because you don't have to... I was going to say it's nice because you don't have to commit to a whole jar, but never once have I ever not eaten a whole jar when it's... Like, not at once, necessarily. Like, obviously, I've done that. Well, that's a a good thing, too, because it's marinated. Normally, fresh cheeses are the things that go bad first in your fridge, and this kind of prevents that it's from a happening. More time. You yeah. got a little more time. Yeah, definitely enough time to eat it all because it's so good. Dip chips in it. Just like yeah. it it's like cheese plus dip 
plus. I feel like you need a line of like bags and like shirts and tea towels that just say dip chips in it. <laughs> I think I need a lower back tattoo. This <laughs> like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> no, well, hmm. <laughs> Should we go get matching lower back tattoos that say dip chips in it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. We're in Williamsburg. There has to be There's somewhere nearby, be. right? It's probably like a Sunday tattoo special somewhere. <laughs> like already exists. <laughs> I hope so. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Well, I think that's all we got for. Her. <laughs> <laughs> On that, we'll see if I keep that in. <laughs> Um, so to sum up, dip chips in it. Marriage with Dairy Feta is incredible. Yay Toast is an adventure. All of these things are worth everybody trying at least once. Yeah. Because even if it's not your jam, it will be very informative of different things that you like and don't like. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun way to learn about the cheese world, I think, and sort of explore, um, the options available. Um, and as you are trying these and as you incorporate other breakfast cheeses into your life, please tag us on the internets at Is This a Brie on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you have questions about breakfast cheeses for brunches you're throwing or to keep in your fridge that you can stuff into your face as you are leaving for the day, we would love to help with that. All of it. Things you love, things you found out you don't love. We want to know it all. This has been Breakfast Cheese. Thank you so much for listening.